Hey guys, welcome back. This is Dr. Joseph Tropper, and I'm going to share with you six ways to improve your communication. And a lot of times we have really important things on our mind that we want to say and share with people, but then we find that we're not able to give over those messages. And why is that? So a lot of times the people that we're talking to are not receptive um, for their own personal reasons. They don't want to hear what we have to say. They're not interested. But many times the way that we express ourselves is a large part of the culprit as to what's going on. And so I want to go over six ways to greatly improve your communication skills from a mental health perspective. And this is something that's very relevant to me. That's why I've spent a long time developing it. I'm a very intellectual person. And so a lot of times for me, when I uh, used to have conversations with people, I would be very focused on the logic. And the logic just dictates that, of course, I'm right. Now, <laughs> that kind of ignores the bias that I'm not always right, even factually speaking. But also the idea that a lot of c communication has to do with emotions. Um, and so I would get in trouble because... Uh, even people that were the same style as me, but they also thought they were right. So it didn't help. It wasn't just, oh, you're more of an emotional person. I'm very emotional and intuitive as well. Um, but even it was even with other logical people, it doesn't work because I think that the art of negotiation is 90% emotion and just understanding what the other person is pushing for and why they're holding on, etc. Now, I also don't like negotiating with terrorists and dealing with people who are unreasonable. Um, but with that being said, I believe that with these six tips, you could really greatly enhance your relationships and greatly enhance your communication skills. Okay, so number one is attitude. Now, this might sound very simple to you, but sometimes when you're talking to someone, uh, you might think that you're covering and you're wearing a poker face, but they get the idea about what you're thinking. And so if you're trying to communicate with someone, even if you don't agree with them, even if you don't like them, if the reality is that you decided that you need to communicate with them for whatever reason, whether it's your boss, whether it's your best friend, whether it's your spouse, your ex-spouse, or whoever you're communicating with, right, that attitude will come through. And so what you, what you can do is work on your belief that, yes, I believe that this person may have wronged me or might have dysfunctional tendencies or dysfunctional beliefs, but my attitude towards them is going to be one of receptiveness. And when we work on that respectful receptiveness to someone else, you will see the conversation will go a lot further. So I want to challenge you that one way to enhance your communication skills is to really have a positive attitude towards the person that you're talking to, even if they're a difficult person and even if they're a dysfunctional person. Um, again, obviously within reason, right? There are some people that are dysfunctional and there's legal issues because of that. But I'm talking about someone that you've decided that you can talk with. So have a positive attitude towards them and you'll see it goes a long way. Number two is for communication, prepare ahead of time. And when I say prepare ahead of time, that might mean sitting down for one minute and writing down what's going on and what you hope for, what your goals are, what do you want to accomplish in this in this meeting? Or or that might go to the other extreme of, you know, having a legal conversation and figuring out, you know, what my strategy is, uh, you know, legally. But the point is that if you prepare ahead of time, you will see that you'll have a lot more clarity as far as what you want. And also I've mentioned this many times in the podcast, but I'll say it again, just because not everybody's heard every single every single um uh, you know, one, one of the topics, but um, the research shows that when you have a conversation, it is best to be upfront about what you want. For example, if you're coming into your boss and saying, you know, I want to raise versus look, these are all the things that I've done for the company. Hear me out. Um, you're, the research shows that people actually who come straight forward and just say, I'm talking to you because I want to raise and I want to enumerate all the things that I've done for the company in the past six months, in the past year. That's a lot better than just talking about all your positive things where they're getting suspicious about what you want. And then 
invalidating what you what you're saying, and then all of a sudden, bam, you throw this surprise on them that you want to raise. So I believe that a little bit of prep time of sitting down and writing, I think one to three goals for most meetings is appropriate. Just what do you hope to accomplish? Meaning, what message do you want to try to give over? What are you hoping for them? And also, what are you willing to concede with them? Just ask those three questions, and you'll see it's very very effective. Really it makes a lot of makes a lot of uh, difference. Number three is uh, be well rested. If you're having an important conversation. Um, and you are tired, just recognize that you're going to be impaired. And so a large part of communication, aside for having a good attitude and preparing ahead of time, is also just making sure that you're in the mindset to have the right, that, that conversation. And I want to, I can't stress that enough, that a lot of times people have good intentions and want to get something done, but just because they're not well-rested and they're not in a good mindset, that's why the conversation, that's why the meeting doesn't go well. Number four is what I, uh, is a very famous thing. It's called the uh, Moravian Formula. So he was a very, very fam famous psychologist, Albert Morabian, and he has three accounts of how we judge people, okay? And they're based on word, the words that's actually emitting, being emitted from that person's mouth, the tone of voice, and the body language of that person. And and he in, in, this, in this paper, which is very famous and quoted a lot, he divides each one of those by what, what percentage of it carries the conversation. So... I logically would have thought that words are like really important, like 75%, you know, that's what I would have thought. And body language isn't that important and tone of voice I get. So here's what's fascinating. What he discovered is actually words are really significant. They're 7% of the conversation. That's a phenomenal thing. 7% of my conversation is my words. And remember men and women, especially men have a big disadvantage in this because in a lot of arguments, uh, they have, maybe they're more reasonable and logical and less, less evocative. Although that's not always the case, but a lot of times they think, well, my words were great. I didn't say anything wrong. Yeah, but 55% of a conversation is body language. And that's why I started with attitude. So a large, so this uh, Moravian formula is really eye-opening that our, our body language is the most significant part of the conversation. And that leaves, of course, those mathematicians. 38% is your tone of voice. So uh, tone of voice is really, really important as well. So just keep in mind that your words are only 7% of your message. And with that in mind, again, you'll work on the attitude so that your body language exudes acceptance, respect, and communication. That's the 55% of your communication. And of course, 38% is the tone, how you say it. I love Gottman's idea about soft startups when we have a conversation that comes from a place of compassion and care. That's very, very, very important. Number five is empathy. So take, taking everything we said until now, when you communicate with empathy and you figure out and you try to really understand and hear and listen to why the other person um, wants what they want, you're going to go a lot, you're going to have a lot more success with, with that conversation. And so just exude empathy in a really, really healthy way, in a really, really validating way. Um, and you'll see that your conversations will go a lot further. Empathy means I understand where you're coming from. I hear you. That's important to you. This is a fear of yours. This is a concern. This is a priority and really hearing you out. And when people feel heard and understood, their defense mechanisms go down, which leads me to the last one, which is a very, very famous uh, how to win friends and influence people um, approach, which is called get them to yes, yes. So in a conversation, always find what we're agreeing on and not conceding and twisting their arm. But we, we want to really focus on Dale Carnegie style, right? Um, get them saying yes, yes, meaning how do I, how do we find the common ground that we have? And in that conversation, let's keep building from the common ground. The common ground with your spouse might be, you know, we both want to connect. Let's do that. The common ground with your uh, partner, with your, uh, what's it called, boss might be, um, hey, you know, we all want the company to be successful and something went wrong. Let's fix that. The common ground with your ex-spouse might be, you know, we want the children to be successful. How do we get that done? Or we want to resolve this issue. But in that communication, this can make a big deal. This can make a big difference when we focus on the yes, yes about that positive attitude of 
communicating and getting along, we're going to go a lot further. So to review, six ways to enhance your communication. Number one, have a positive attitude in going into it. Number two, prepare. Put some thought into it into ahead of time. Ask yourself those questions. Um, what, what's my goal? What do I hope to accomplish? What's the message that I'm trying to give and make sure it gets over? And what am I willing to concede as well? And because I especially knowing what's going to be um, asked of me. Number three is be well rested, meaning prepare yourself emotionally for it and make sure that you're in a good place. Number four is to me the biggest and most important one, the game changer, the Moravian theory that 7% of the outcome is your words, not 97% of it. So really the body language and the tone are the most important. And then f finishing up with all that is number five, having empathy and expressing that. And number six, getting into a mode of yes, yes. What do we agree on? These things are going to enhance your relationships. These things are going to enhance your communication. Let me know how they help you. And thanks so much for joining and giving me your ear and listening to me.